the Denver Sports Podcast coming to you uh, mere weeks before Christmas. We, as always, are presented by Funslinger, Breckenridge Brewery's amazing collab with uh, Never Summer. It's crushable and delicious new lager. You should absolutely check out. Use that beer locator at breckbrew.com. I'm with my guy, Jake Schwanitz. Uh, Jake and I have been doing this a long time on the draft pods. He's had an amazing first season covering the buffs, turbulent, exciting, um, everything and anything. Now he's getting into hoops. Um, and yeah, because there's been so much excitement, because so much has gone on in the last couple of weeks, we wanted to get Jake on and kind of give, um, I don't know, almost a beginner's guide to the coach prime Dion Sanders era in um, for Colorado football rather. And why this has had just so much excitement around it. If you maybe haven't been super duper tuned into uh, the college football scene nationally or locally over the last few years. Yeah, man, it's been uh Wow, how things, how quickly some things can change in college football. No kidding. Um, We've seen it across the country, but now it's come home to Denver or to the Colorado area. And man, I don't know if you, they could have made a bigger splash than what they did uh, a couple weeks ago, hiring Deion Sanders to coach the Buffs. Yeah. Um, So Deion, obviously, famous player. He's, you know, and not just famous two-sport athlete, famous for his charisma. For years, he's kind of been doing training academies and helping um, kind of these top-end recruits with their speed and stuff. Um, And then, you know, done TV and what have you, just leaned into his persona. And um, over the last couple years, more specifically, he's been coaching at Jackson State, and that's a... FCS team, so not your conventional Division One football bowl subdivision, but the next level down, um, and you know, subdivision of football that's created plenty of talent. Um, and so it from that sense, it doesn't seem that different of a hire, like it's a power five school going and getting a promising coach that's coming from the lower ranks, but I guess what what brings the excitement about Dion is the on-field success he's had, but probably more importantly, Jake, the off-field success he's had, especially on the recruiting trail. Yeah, I mean, that's probably the first thing you mentioned in terms of his accolades as a head coach. He brought the number one overall recruit last year in Travis Hunter, Jackson, Mississippi. He was committed to Florida State. He flipped him on signing day. Um, the, to have that amount of power as a head coach is really rare. Mm-hmm. And as Ryan and I have talked about on the shows, there's probably only a handful of guys that can really even do that in college football. It's Nick Saban, Dabo Sweeney, Kirby, uh, Kirby Smart. And then it's probably just Dion after that, man. I mean, the the power that he has as a person, let alone a football coach and just someone who's been around the game for forever at this point is – it's really mind blowing. And it's something that honestly, you kind of have to experience it or you have to really <laughs> dig in to really get it because you'll still see on Twitter. Oh, it's going to come out. Like why would people want to go play at Colorado? It's like, they don't get it, man. This guy 
is different and he is going to be changing a lot of things and bringing a lot of insanely good players to Bolden. Yeah. Um, it's really crazy. And I mean, yes, there is kind of a short list of recruiters who can maybe pull that off. Um, but what he's done at recruiting, um, at that level was really unheard of. Like even, even yeah. the best of the best, I don't think could have pulled off the number one recruit in the country coming to Jackson state. And he's a really interesting hire and really allows you to lean into this new version of college football that we are fully embedded in with um, NILs and being able to, mm-hmm. you know, pay players. Um, it, I mean, in a roundabout way or more directly through some of these collectives uh that's certainly been huge and the the transfer rules which is so it's not just Mm -hmm. recruiting high school kids but it's recruiting current kids um at college programs of course usc with lincoln riley's hire and getting caleb williams and jordan addison the best wide receiver in the country would be a prime example of that kind of quick turnaround I mean, Buffs fans aren't foreign, you know, they they shouldn't be surprised by this as Christian Gonzalez had a stellar season at Oregon last year who benefited right. from other high-end um, transfers. And now all of a sudden, Dion allows you to be a power broker in both those two areas and seems to bring a coaching staff that A, has the kind of pedigree that I think most college football fans locally have been screaming from the mountaintops. You got to invest in support staffs. You got to invest in high end assistant coaches overnight with the Dion hire in lockstep have come some really premier, um, you know, assistant coaches, recruiters, kind of the setup of that staff is really impressive and potentially with more to come. So, um, just exciting and different, just different. Yep. Yeah. Much more to come. Um, so in terms of the coaching staff, I, you have to start with Sean Lewis. Deion mm-hmm. Sanders was able to take a sitting head football coach in the FBS in division one, buy him out from his contract and make him their offensive coordinator. That is insane. One, I've never really seen a move like that. Just, you don't see that often in college football at all. You don't see it period. Often, no. But Colorado, I mean, they're doing these things that they watch literally the Blue Bloods do. Alabama, Georgia, um, Michigan. They were the ones getting these high-profile guys to be their coordinators and position coaches. And that's just back to what I said, the power of Deion Sanders just really flexing its muscle right there. Yeah, I wrote a film room on Sean Lewis on edmvr.com. It's an incredible offense. There's so many options. I mean, yeah. literally, there's so many options in right. terms of <laughs> tight ends running across the field, running back or uh, wide receivers on jet sweeps, running backs running different direction than pulling linemen. It's insane. Um, so check that out. It's a lot of fun. Charles Kelly is supposed to be the defensive coordinator of this team. He's from Alabama, man. This is a guy who was on Jimbo Fisher's staff at Florida State from 2013 to 2017. So he's a part of two national title defenses. Um, of course, just learned under Nick Saban for another three, four years. Tim Brewster is an under 
He's going to be an underlying factor for this team in terms of the coaching staff. He's only the tight ends coach. He's the former Minnesota Gophers head coach from 2007 to 2010. Mm. But he was actually with Charles Kelly at Florida State at the same exact time. He was their tight ends coach back then. So he coached all those. Florida State had a few tight ends into the draft back then. But his chops as a recruiter are insane. He finally linked up with Dion last year at Jackson State. And Dion immediately brought him over to Colorado. And we're already seeing the impact on the trail just with the home visits. And if you watch videos of this guy, Tim Brewster, his enthusiasm, like you can tell that guy gets in a living room with some kids. And if he gets to sell Dion Sanders, Boulder, Colorado, and everything that they have going right now, it's basically a wrap for a lot of those kids. Um, <laughs> I could keep going on and on about this coaching staff. It's It's really impressive what they've done. And they haven't even fully announced uh, formally who will be on the staff, but there are some names coming. I mean, uh, you've already described a coaching staff that I think, you know, without throwing shade or being too negative, has a more chops pedigree experience than the coaching staff the Broncos kind of put together um, yeah, going into this last season. I mean, again, no, like truly no shade being thrown, just like analyzing resumes and, and stuff on paper. Um, and it's crazy. It's crazy because I think more than anything that has been, and obviously, obviously the, the entire college football landscape has changed so much over just the gosh, five years we've been chatting and collaborating on content together, Jake, or, um, you know, the 15 years I've, I've lived, um, in the States, it has, it has changed tremendously, but the constant issue especially at CU football has always been assistant coaches. How we, how do we get those high end coaches to compete with the rest of the conference to compete with the rest of the country? If you really want CU to be back to being a top 25 program, you have to do these things and they're really limiting. Um, and overnight, uh, Rick George at his presser talked about going all in and this mm-hmm. was an all in hire and you're already seeing that follow up. It's uh it's kind of mind boggling. And um, to anyone who's still skeptical in college football, you should be. There's a lot of um, sure. uh, snake you oil salesmen. You, you, you got to yeah. earn it. And it's one thing to do it at Jackson State. It is an entirely different thing to do it in the Pac-12 um, and to turn around this program, which outside of the rye season has had mm. a, a very rough 20 year stretch. Um I think though the 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 thing that maybe people are disregarding, and I know you certainly aren't, Jake. And yes, do check out that Sean Lewis film room. That is a very exciting offense. Tons of misdirection, lots to get into. The only school that's going to get that transfer um, from Shadur Sanders, Dion Sun, the star quarterback, a top fifty recruit nationally, and already doing some incredible things in his first two years, right, Jake? He was two years at Jackson yeah, State. Um, yeah, he's going to be a junior. I don't think he will go to another program. I think CU's kind of the guy, the the school that's getting Shadur for his college career, and there just isn't another Shadur coming. Um, so, you know, you hired Ed McCaffrey, and you got Christian McCaffrey to play for you. So not a bad deal. You, you timed yeah. it right. Um, 
and that's just scratching the surface. They already got uh, uh, an amazing running back commit that that backfield should all, already be tremendously exciting. Um, and yeah, I mean, anything you'd like to add about Shadur? He so there's actually another film room up on the dmvr.com. That one's completely free. It's all about Shador. Uh so go look that one up. There's tons of highlights. This guy's accuracy is out of control, man. Yeah. Um and yeah. just in terms of the Pac-12, I don't want to compare him directly yet, but it's Michael Penix-ish. Like he is mm. able to place the ball just exactly where it needs to be, exactly where he wants it to go. As you mentioned, he was a four-star prospect in the 2020 class. Uh, 247th overall recruit, so a top 300 player, number 26 quarterback in the class. He's got the size. Uh, he's got the arm. Uh, you know, maybe you could use a little bit more arm strength, and he is mobile, but maybe he could have some more speed. But I feel like and that's just nitpicking. This is a guy who he's going to be the best quarterback he's had maybe ever, um, and that's already. It's, it's insane, and – He's going to have the skill players around him to make some plays, and you'll uh, you've seen it this week, especially some. Uh, I don't want to call it hype, but some people talking about Heisman Trophy already and throwing Shador Sanders' name in the mix. Man, he's going to have this offense that is wide open. He's going to have some of the best skill players in the right. country on the outside, and coach prime and CU have been really emphasizing recruiting in the trenches and they are going after some maulers, man. So if they can build that offensive lineup a bit, um, they're going to have the weapons on the outside. It's, it's a legitimate thing that this guy could be in conversations with Michael Penix, Caleb Williams, Bo Nix at the end of the year next year. (laughs) Wild. Um, Definitely check out that film room as well. His poise, um, time over yes. time, clip after clip yeah, was feels just the game. Yeah, incredible to me. Um, and just like Jake's come up has been incredible. Just like Jake, I can just hear it in your voice. The exci- it's 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 transmitting I'm from so this pumped. coaching staff straight into you. Um, just like Jake has upgraded his life covering Shadur Sanders <laughs> and Coach Prime and the Buffs. You can by betting on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. They are the best. And right now, new customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's on top of all their boosted parlays, stepped up uh, same game parlays, SGPPs or SGPXs, where you can parlay two SGPs, bull season in full effect, um buffs you want to get crazy on some buffs you want to um well you can't Shadur sanders to win the heisman you can't bet on that because we live in colorado but that that's not DraftKings sportsbooks fault they're the best number one sportsbook in all the land i'm sure you will have some buffs props to bet on soon enough you'll bet on Shadur Sanders' uh, draft position in a couple years. There you Mm -hmm. go. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use that code DMVR. Place a $5 bet on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code DMVR. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. And um, I've had a friend from Italy already ask me, do you think we'll be able to find Buff? tickets next season <laughs> um and you know so it's a tricky proposition i think some way somehow they will but the easiest way to find them if they mm-hmm. are available is game time the 
best ticket purchasing app there is. Uh, their last minute deals are awesome. It's just a great way to take advantage of live sporting events, really any events, live or other words. Um, they, I, the, their customer service is amazing. Their layout and setup is really nice. Um, and if you love DMVR, you will love game time and all that they have to offer. The best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description. Join over 50 million people who have downloaded the game time app and score the best seats to all your favorite events. Buffs basketball right now. Um, all sorts of stuff. Abs, Nuggets, Broncos on the cheap. Uh, you yeah. know, Pins will be back soon enough. It's a, it's a great time to $2. use time. Got you in the door for last night's basketball game at CU. Two dollars. I think I have to bring the little one. May as well. Yeah, she'd like she'd like that. Do you, she'd complain about the noise, but she'd maybe, like maybe wait until the students are back because I it makes sense why it was so empty last night. It is mm. the start of break. Um, the student section was very empty. The arena itself was very empty. So uh, maybe wait a few weeks. Okay. Okay. Thanks to game time, I can. Um, great transition. Great transition. You do not get to go on break. You are not a student, Jake. No. And this is the calm before the storm. Because tomorrow, what goes down tomorrow? What, what are the next couple days going to be like <clears throat> in Buffs world? What are we to yeah. expect? So Coach Prime, obviously, still coaching at Jackson State. Tomorrow, Saturday, he will wrap that up with the Celebration Bowl. Hopefully, Jackson State finishes the season um, undefeated, and they end on a high. But then Coach Prime, earlier last week, talked about what was going to happen. He's going to go back to Jackson. They're going to go win this game. And then he's going to come back to Colorado and bring Colorado the biggest recruiting weekend in their football history. And it is really shaping up that way. Um, I've heard at least 25 guys are going to be in Boulder this weekend. They had a big weekend last weekend. There's a GT40 on Folsom Field and another, I think it was like an Alfa Romeo or something <laughs> on the field. The prime effect is already happening. Um, these kids were taking pictures with it. We saw Dylan Edwards. <laughs> Four-star running back commit last weekend with speed demon. Everything that was going amazing speed. I mean, this is four-three speed for a guy who's already seventeen or eighteen years old. That is insane. He's a little undersized, but man, he's also their first four-star prospect that they've had since twenty twenty. Um, it was like Christian Gonzalez, Brendan Rice, and two other guys who immediately transferred out. None of those guys on the roster, so you immediately get another four-star guy coming in. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a crazy weekend. Malachi Coleman, who's a four-star recruit. He was committed to Nebraska, got offered by coach prime like a week after that. What position Uh, Jake? Uh, he's an, (laughs) he's an athlete. Listen to this. He plays wide receiver and defensive end. What? Yes. I've (laughs) never heard that combo before. He is a freak dude he's like 6'3 210 he runs like a 4440 he put in his bio he jumps already in the vertical like 41 inches um he's a freak he was committed to nebraska got offered by a bunch of schools decommitted from nebraska he was going to visit the michigan wolverines this weekend he said no i'm 
will visit Boulder, Colorado and coach Prime. <laughs> this is the shit that is happening. It is crazy. Um, he's only the headliner of the guys who are visiting. I got six guys in front of me. I can tell you right now who are also going to be there. Wow. Um, how how big is this kid? Uh, Malachi Coleman. I I'll look it up, but he is a a big recruit. I think someone I can't remember if it was Rivals or two four seven. They put together a freaks list. Yeah, he made it. He is six five two oh five. Oh my goodness. Um, this is just incredible. Um, and Travis Hunter, who's been brought up before as kind of Dion's claim to fame on the recruiting trail. Um, all indications are he should be another guy who with Dion is able to close things out at Jackson state and then makes the trip over to Boulder. He's Travis Hunter, the number one overall recruit in the 2022 class is coming. It's all but confirmed. Um, I was, I can't remember who I was telling this yesterday. I think I was at the basketball game and we were talking about this and it's like, this story is not even getting the pop it deserves. I mean, the buffs are about to have the number one overall recruit in the country on their football team. And no one is really talking about it. And it's because there's going to be another eight, nine, 10 guys from Jackson state that are coming over too. one of them, Shador Sanders, who's the quarterback. Right. It's ridiculous, man. When the number one overall recruit is kind of like, I don't know, B tier new compared to everything else going on. There's something, some pretty special brewing right now. Oh man. It's really a great point. Um, there, it's just like a completely different era, and it's crazy. Um, mm-hmm. A quote that stood out to me, Jake, was from Rick George, who talked about how um, they they didn't have the money yet for Dion's contract, essentially. Which, if an mm-hmm. AD is that open about it, it's probably not that big of a problem, but. Could you explain that to the um, casual viewer a little more? Because I think that's that um, pertains to another potential step to come. Mm-hmm. Um, that's pretty big to follow in the next. I, I, I mean, you tell me the timeline. So there's a couple things with that. Um, I actually broke it down really good. I can't remember. This was probably a show we did last week um, when this topic came up, but um I'll try. I'm not the most versed in business, but this is kind of how business works is how he described it. I mean, a lot of people are giving out money that they don't necessarily have at the moment. It's all based on future plans and stuff that's coming in. Um, So take that into consideration. And then also, this is just the beginning of all this. I mean, CU has already shattered their like month record of revenue in terms of merch Uh uh, with the Coach Prime merch. Uh-huh. They shattered their previous record. This is only the first month he's been here. We're not even playing games yet, man. Right. right. Um, so that's going. Their engagement and just following on social media has gone up 100% at least, uh-huh. I think, across all platforms. I think sure. Instagram is up 300-some percent. Uh-huh. They're more followed on Instagram than USC now. That is insane. <laughs> um, what is going on? Dude, it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, and then... This isn't even, as I already said, we haven't even got to the games. And so once Prime is on the field, once we know what this team is going to look like, they're going to get more money coming in. They haven't really had any like corporate NIL sponsors yet. That's got to be coming in at some point. Uh, once they know who they're going to be you know, promoting on the roster and all that, once the games start, 
money's going to be rolling in. I mean, game day might be coming to campus a few times this year. Um, so the money is going to come in. It's already started to pay off for them, but it hasn't even fully hit yet. It's incredible. And then the Pac-12 TV contract, right? The Pac-12 TV contract, this is absolutely massive. And George Kolovkov, the Pac-12 commissioner, came out and said either last week or the week before, they were waiting on this. They were waiting to see what Colorado did with Deion Sanders and if they hired him because they knew he added value to the TV contract. Um, and it's a, it's a brilliant move, honestly, because he absolutely does add value. I just told you how he's already added value to Colorado. Yeah. He's going to add a ton of value to this conference. Um, it honestly, it's crazy because yesterday news came out that UCLA is officially going to be leaving the PAC 12. Right. It almost doesn't even matter because Colorado is already kind of assumed to take that place as one of the better or more, uh, marketable brands in the conference. So something that came out a few months ago, this is around the time the Big 12 deal came out, the media deal. And that deal surprised a lot of people, not just because it was, I think it was like Fox and ESPN involved with it, but because teams are getting quite a lot of money from it. I believe it's at least 40, 45 for each school in the Big 12. Pac-12 already seems more marketable than that. And it was rumored that Amazon Prime might be interested in this conference with upwards of 70 million per year per school. That is wow. so much money. Wow. Yeah. Um, it just feels like there's a there is some earth shattering, completely different stuff on the horizon here. And it's, it's uh it's kind of wild. It's all changing. Yeah, yeah, it's all changing. Um any other upcoming dates to to be aware of? So Obviously, this weekend is huge. They could get commitments over the weekend. Um, remember, Coach Prime is coaching this Celebration Bowl, so I wouldn't really expect stuff to really come out until Sunday, which is kind of when stuff started coming out last week. It was later on Saturday, um, kind of the back half of the weekend. Then the 21st is early signing day. It's a three-day window, I believe. Um, I would expect to see a lot of guys that committed last weekend officially sign um, and possibly enroll early at CU. And then National Signing Day, February 1st. Um, it's going to be a massive day. We saw the power of Coach Prime last year on that day, flipping Travis Hunter. And from everything I've kind of gathered nationally, it seems like there's going to be some more flips that may be pretty surprising as we – uh see what kind of team he's bringing together here. Right. Cause it's only been like a week on the recruiting trail. You know, this is all momentum and you, you build that and up and then as more come more excitement gets generated. And yeah. Um, and he's still not fully in Boulder and the head coach of CU, he's pulling double duty with Jackson state still, man. I mean, once he gets in Boulder is settled in and has 100% attention on the team in front of him, uh, just sit back and watch. It's going to be insane. Yeah. Yeah. Um, really, sky's the limit. Sky's the limit when you go to Illegal Pete's. We are hyped to be mm. teaming up with the local legends. Um, here at DMVR, Illegal Pete's is always a go-to spot for burritos, um, bulls, beers, buddies. It's the best. They're just right across the street from the DMVR bar. So if we're not open for lunch... 
on a non-World Cup day, something like that. Easy to go over there, get some great stuff. I know Jake's a regular for lunch. I had an amazing bull there just just a couple days ago. Uh, They really, man, it's it's high-end stuff. They are the homies. They always take care of you and they're hooking you all up with a little something extra this year. Spend a hundred dollars on a gift card and score an extra $25 for free illegal Pete's wishing you a happy holidays. Um, where good friends gather, man. Um, so yeah, check that out and check out my favorite new beer, the fun slinger from Breck brew. This stuff is Colorado through and through top to bottom. The good homies at Breck partnered up with Never Summer to release this amazing lager. It's crushable, perfect around the slopes, uh, day at the DMVR bar, watching football, or even just at home hanging out with the fam. Never summer snowboarding is based right here in Colorado, so you can't go wrong with the beer or the boards made with 100% renewable energy. Check out the beer locator at breckbrew.com to find a fun slinger near you. Um, all right, Jake. Here, we just get to wildly speculate. I feel like other people get to do it about Prime, so why not you? <laughs> right? That's yeah. allowed. Um, do you have... What would be a disappointing recruiting class ranking um, at this point? Well, right now, uh, just as things stand, they have about the 60th, 62 yeah. overall class. Dropped from like 40th, right? Yep. Um, so before, well, Here's the thing. They had a bunch of commits, obviously. Once yeah. the new coach comes in, that kind of changes. I mean, he gets to take over his roster. So they lost just raw numbers in terms of commits in their recruiting class. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, it'd be disappointing where they are now. It'd probably be disappointing still at 40 where they were before all this. Um, this is top 25 potential. This is real. This might be a top 10 recruiting class when it's all said and done. That might be a bit high this year. Once he gets rolling for 2024 and beyond, top 10, I think, is going to be the expectation. Wow. Crazy. So 20th this year, that's okay. No one's disappointed. Yeah, get in the top 25 and you're fine. The thing is, with this team, the portal class is going to be bigger, I think, than the actual recruiting class. Yep, great point. Yeah, that's really huge. Um, And I mean, the thing about the trenches to me is very real. Like, you know, Oregon, USC, those teams already had some talent in the trenches, so it was easier to build around the perimeter. Um, You just don't see a lot of competent starting O-linemen, D-linemen, ready to make that jump, transfer portal, what have you. Um, You know, those guys are hard to find, and once once they develop, they don't typically just jump ship. Um, They kind of stay where they're developed and where things are working out. So that'll be really interesting. where do you predict their recruiting class number is for the season? I will say, I'll say top 20. I'll say somewhere between that 20 to 15 range is where they're going to finish this year. 20 to 15. I like it. I like it. Um, do you have a, what? what's the, the record prediction? Hmm. 
It's so hard to say this one. Um, of course, you don't know the entire roster. Like basically everyone you knew is going to leave. And you yeah. might have some inklings that a few guys like Travis Hunter, Shadur will be right. there. But I mean, you know, it's it's hard to know for certain any of this stuff. So, For sure. And just looking at the schedule, though, I mean, it is a pretty favorable schedule. Um, out of conference going to be a bit tough. You open up against TCU. But TCU is, I mean, they're a playoff team this year. They're not going to be that good, I don't think, next no. year in terms no. of playoff good. Yeah. They're losing Quentin Johnson, their best wide receiver. Their odds are they may lose Max Duggan too. You'd think. Um, right. I mean, I, I don't know with these quarterbacks. We just talked about it on the draft pod. They stay around for 10 years now in college football. Yeah, so, they, they do. Um, I won't believe it until I see that Max Duggan is gone. You get Nebraska at home. You get Colorado State at home. You should be able to win both of those. You're going to be better than Arizona State um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. than you were this year. Arizona, I mean, they're a frisky team. You should probably be better than them. Oregon State, this is a really good program that is on the up and up the last couple of years. You get them at home, though. Stanford's coming to town. They're terrible. You get USC in Boulder. Um, you do have to go to Eugene to play Oregon. You do have to go to the Rose Bowl to play UCLA. You do have yeah. to go to Salt Lake to play Utah. Um, Washington State isn't easy either. Right. I set the baseline at five to six wins. Get to a bowl, and I think this is a massive success if you get to six wins. Anything after that is just mind-blowing and unprecedented. It seems, um, well, looking at that schedule, five wins in those first seven definitely seem possible. And then, you know, I mean, you've got, you know, you're five and two, like, or you're four and three and you're feeling better about yourself than you have in years. And all of a sudden you're kind of frisky when you go into, yeah, Eugene or the Rose Bowl or it's just, geez, those final four road games are brutal. So, yeah, I don't, I I posted this on Twitter. I was like, their last four games are all road games. And then someone told me the schedule isn't actually official yet. Sure, sure, sure. So sure, sure. Right, these right. dates can actually all move around and stuff. Function. But yeah. It, yeah, it's, I don't think this is exactly how it's going to go. So, mm. interesting. Wow. I thought that was maybe um, just hyperbole, but that, that seems more realistic than any of the other stuff we're talking about. But I know, uh, I know that's the word on the street. So, um, Predictions for this Jackson State game? Do they do it? Do they do it, Jake? Yeah, I think so. They're 14-point favorites. Um, there's been a lot of talk about, you know, are they distracted uh, just with everything that's been sure. going on? They sure. got introduced to their new head coach, who's T.C. Taylor, who's – that was Coach Prime's co- uh, pick to replace him was their current offensive coordinator and I believe quarterbacks or wide receivers coach. Um so you have that, but man, this team is just so talented. They're so good defensively. They've only allowed 11 points per game. Um, they had three interceptions in that last game in the SWAC title game two weeks ago. That really turned the table. Shador was playing at another level a couple of weeks ago too. Uh, Travis Hunter is healthy. It's all just pointing in their direction. It's going to be in the Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta. So the setting will be, it'll be there. I'm sure it's going to be a packed um stadium for that game i think they do it and i think they cover 14 love that um jake and rk actually doing a watch along for that game so that'll be a ton of fun 
tune in and check that out. Um, and yeah, man, check out all of Jake's great coverage with all these new players. You want to stay tuned in to uh, all the news. Check out the pod. It's just been amazing to see, um, you know, all the support and uh, just great uh, feedback you're receiving. Um, and great job, man. So thanks, man. Yeah. Check it all out. Stay tuned to DMVR all year long because it really it never ends. Just when you think things may be a little ho hum, you get Coach Prime on board and everything changes. Um, and I'm sure there will be plenty more news to have you on TDSP next next couple weeks and months. So uh, we're just getting started. Yeah, exactly. Stay tuned. So thanks, Jake. Happy holidays to you. Happy holidays to all of you. Check out Fun Slinger, the presenting sponsor of this here pod. We out.